So recently, I've been extremely picky about the candles that I keep around the house. A lot of home fragrances don't really smell natural. They're not really sweet and have a lot of chemicals. And after learning that the candle industry contributes to an insurmountable amount of non-recyclable waste, carbon emissions, and just toxicity in the air that has changed the way that I select the candles that I keep in my house. And that's why I'm so glad that Notes Candles exist. They're on a mission to help eliminate single-use candle vessels and give home fragrance lovers a more earth-friendly option without giving up high-quality fragrance that smells amazing. The candle industry has a major problem, which is almost 2 billion candles are sold globally each year in almost all of them and I mean all of them, are likely to end up in landfills for the next one million years. That's right, a million. Insane. But Notes Candles has created a solution. They have a refillable candle system that allows you to use your candle vessel again and again and again. So you don't become a part of the problem. And it's so easy to use. The candles are made with fragrance wax beads, so all you have to do is place the wick in your reusable Notes jar, fill it up with wax beads, enjoy your fragrance for up to 36 hours, and then do it all over again, and you're ready for a new one. And you don't have to settle for less exciting fragrances with notes either. In fact, their collection of almost 13 fragrances are handcrafted by fragrance experts at their home base in South Carolina that are insane. I have a few of these here. Me and Jordan have been using them, and I love it. Me and Jordan both are really big candle users, ironically, and so we can't get enough of this. And they have all these interesting one-of-a-kind fragrances like oak milk, vanilla, pepperwood, potassio, rose water. All of them are amazing. So be a responsible consumer while not giving up high quality fragrance by making the switch to notes. You can build your custom starter kit right now at notescandles.com slash just different. Right now, Notes is giving our listeners 15% off and free shipping when you buy a notes starter kit using code just different. Just use code just different when placing your order. That's code just different at notescandle.com dot com slash just different let's get it let's get it all right yo what's up welcome back to the just different podcast i'm your host darren starks and today we're going to be doing something a bit different very similar to the last episode very much vlog style type of podcast and we're going to be going through my morning routine what i do daily as soon as i wake up and primarily because i think it's super important for everyone myself included to have habits, routines, and actions we do habitually that allow us to set our mind on God, especially when we talk about going into anything new or the start of a thing, whether that be literally like a day, a week, a month, or a year, it's important how you start. And so I really wanted to get into this This is something that a lot of people have requested in terms of what does it look like to construct a godly routine because I know we've all had those moments throughout the week getting ready for work or school where we feel rushed and we're getting there completely disoriented we have no bearings and we're trying to gain any sort of peace throughout the day so that's what we'll be getting into and this is uh, and this is also important because I do believe that your habits will determine your future the reality is every decision 
that you have made that has then turned into a routine, which turns into a habit, has gotten you exactly where you're at today. And so when we talk about going into 2024, right, you can't ever expect anything to be different if everything about your life is the same. And that really starts with our routines and that which we do daily. And one thing I do know is the fact that God requires discipline, self-control, and diligence. And so we can always talk about the blessings that are going to come and the purpose that we have our head. But do we have a life? Do we have habits? Do we have routines? Do we have actions that are preparing us and that can equip us for where our gift is going to take us or where we're saying God wants us to be? Because there are some doors that, yes, our gifting will take us into, but it's our character that comes from our routines that's going to keep us in there. And so if you're committed to going to that next level and showing God that you're equipped to handle what's next, this is definitely an episode for you. So I'm going to be taking you through just what it looks like within the morning and then also like some tips that a lot of people have given me that I that I tell other people. So we start with just like initially like me waking up, um, kind of like me and my self-care routine, uh, quiet time, meditating on the word exercise, um, and then just getting prepared to actually start the day. So I hope this blesses you and you enjoy it. I'm having a lot of fun making these vlog style videos. I'm getting real cinematic. I'm in my vlog era. So we'll see what happens, but let's get into it. First things first, when it comes to this routine, I'm going to wake up and before I do anything, I'll just sit for a second just to myself to get oriented for the day. I won't immediately rush to the bathroom, kitchen, or my phone. I'll just sit or stand. I'll just sit or stand for a minute or three just to prepare. And I'm also making an intentional effort not to be on my phone during this entire routine or the first few hours of my morning because the first thing you think about or focus on when you get up in the morning is going to determine the quality of your day. So why would I start that off with a distraction? And time within this case is relevant. I'm just going through the core fundamentals of this particular routine. This is some crazy 5 a.m. CEO manifestation, get ready with me type of video. This is just the biggest components of what I feel adds to setting your mind on God going into the morning. All right, y'all. So look, after I take about five to 10 minutes after waking up to recalibrate myself just to get ready for the day, the next thing I'm doing is I'm heading to the bathroom and I'm usually going to get in here. The first thing I'm going to do is just wash, rinse and cleanse my face. Then after that, I'm going to throw some lotion on and then brush my teeth. And then after that, probably going to throw some deodorant on and literally walk out. This probably takes me less than five minutes, if that and, you know, I don't have any crazy skincare routine. You know, I guess I've just been blessed with this dark chocolate skin. <laughs> so there's really not much to see here in terms of the details and nitty gritty. But the reason I did want to stop and say a few words is because when I was thinking about the title for this particular section of the routine, the only thing I could think about is self-care. And I didn't think that fit or made sense because when I usually think about self-care, what comes to mind is face masks, going to saunas, getting a medi or pedicure, and usually activities associated with maybe cosmetics or what women may tend to do. But right before this, I actually looked up the definition of self-care and I was really surprised but it really tied into this entire idea of the video and this part as well 
So it says, self-care is the practice of taking action to preserve or improve one's own health. Then it goes on to say that self-care has been defined as the process of establishing behaviors to ensure holistic well-being of oneself, to promote health and actively manage illness when it occurs. And then it was this next part that really pulled it together for me. It says, individuals engage in some form of self-care daily with food choices, exercise, sleep, and hygiene. And so this whole idea of self-care, of course, being a buzzword that's used a lot, but it's very much holistic to your entire work of health, not just what may be associated with hygiene or the way in which you look, but of course, with the way that you eat, right? How much exercise are you engaged in and everything in between? And so this is important because when we think about our bodies being a temple and a temple that one isn't our own, I feel like we should act accordingly on that and be intentional. I believe it's in our best interest and on God's heart to make sure we take care of ourselves. Because one thing that I didn't realize until I was really coming into my relationship with God and being exposed to so much new information is that the enemy will attack in the form of health, whether that be by your own negligence or even warfare that will come because this is the vehicle God has given you to walk out your purpose. And so, so this is something we should definitely take stock in and not be light about it, right? So, yes, self-care holistically, right? And this is just a small part of what that looks like in terms of hygiene and everything else, but it is a big part of everything and that will definitely change your life and should be a part of your routine. So, you was an awesome. Cuz I know I never be forgotten. Cuz I know he protects me guys. But we got people have shoot us a message like it was dead at a bus. But in him I can do all things because he made me So, after I get done waking up get myself oriented for the day, handling all my self-care. The next thing I immediately go into for my routine is getting into my quiet time. And so this is primarily a moment for me to pray, worship a bit, and honestly reflect. And so I usually start this time always just like thanking God and listing out what I'm grateful for. It speaks about within the Bible, I believe it's Psalms, that we should enter his gates with thanksgiving and come into his courts with praise. And I believe this is also what just settles me and doesn't always keep me in this hurried state of feeling as if there's always so much more to achieve and really looking at what's right in front of me. And so I usually start just with like my health and then get into my family, my friends and my inner circle and then just speak to whatever else comes to my mind. Like right now I'm in Gallenberg. Uh, you all will see it. I'm looking out at the mountains right now and it is absolutely beautiful. Just looking at the awe of God and his creation and all that he has like given us to just sit and enjoy. It's almost impossible to not believe that he exists when I'm in front of this. And so that'll be one thing that this morning I spoke to a bit. And honestly, this is also a time for me to hear from God more than I actually even am speaking that much to him. So once I get done with all of my Thanksgiving, the next thing that I do is just I'll sit. Right. And that's where the quiet time of this comes into, because this is also a moment for me to really allow God to speak to whatever he wants me to really gain, like in this moment or something that he's already spoken to me that I need to rehearse and reemphasize and 
make sure that my mind is set on. And, you know, this doesn't happen audibly or verbally. Like there's some voice in my mind. But, you know, those there's those inclinations that come within your spirit, whether that be like a word or a phrase, activity or anything someone else has told you that, you know, repeat in your mind and you kind of know that, okay, this is not from me. And I know this is very aligned with what this season means. This isn't something that I came up with from myself or within myself. And it very much aligns with the season I'm in and what God has repeatedly been trying to tell me. And so this is very important because I know we've all felt it like you when you're running late and you're rushed and you get to work or you get to school or you get to where you need to go and you are completely just dismantled, like <laughs> tore up and your mood is all out of whack. And then you get in the car and you're trying to get that drive through prayer in. And so I always try to take time within my schedule, especially in the morning for this, because this is what really sets my heart, right? It starts to soften it and really calibrate my emotions to God and casting all of my worries on him now before I even get into the rest of my day. And so, you know, for everyone, this is a must, right? Like if anything, even if I'm not able to get into meditating on the word, which was the next part of my routine, this is always a time that is one I cannot miss out on because this is what really calms my soul. And this is me practically resting in God before I get to work because I want to always operate from a place of rest and not working toward it. And so this is a way for you to actually partake in that, especially in your morning. And it will change everything. Forever and never is timeless, but he can't be bound by his own timing. In this journey, I'm steady climbing, but he my refuge, so he got it. Everywhere I go. All right, so pretty much after my quiet time is when I dive straight into the word, and more specifically, this is when I take time to meditate on the word. And for me, what that looks like is allowing the word of God to do its work on me, not just skimming through or going through a verse or just checking off a box that I went through a devotional so I feel good or I think I've actually accomplished something that day, but really allow my mind to sit on whatever it is God wants to say to me and what he's speaking through, whatever is whatever it is I'm going through for that day. And so for me, this aspect of the routine is what it looks like to practically set our mind on the things above, as it mentions in Colossians 3, 2. And a lot of times we think that that's an action of God when it's something that he has given us responsibility for, right? We're the ones that are meant to set our minds and make the decision to consciously reorient ourselves to what he wants from us. And so, I don't usually get into any deep study in the morning because I, I just don't have the time. But what I do like to do is either find a passage or maybe a few different verses I really want to sit on during that particular week. And so for some, just so you're organized and you have an aim, going through a devotional is amazing. It's great. There's nothing wrong with it, but just really allowing yourselves to sit with it, um, especially before you get into the rest of your day. And so for me, we mentioned this in the first episode of this year, discovering the lifestyle that God approves. I'm going through the Sermon on the Mount. So I'm going through 
I believe it is Matthew 5 all the way to Matthew 7. And this is literally when Jesus essentially lays down the blueprint of what life should look like and how we should conduct ourselves within it. And for me, I want to live the word, not just read it. And Jordan said something profound to me in that first episode of this year. And he said that he got an tendency of reading the Bible as something to know rather than something to live. And so for me, why I'm spending at least this week going through these particular verses and these chapters is because I want to wake up every day and make sure this is what I'm living, where I'm taking time to reflect on how could I have loved my neighbor better? How could I have conducted myself in this situation? And or making sure that my mind is set on this is how I want to live my life going forward today, because I believe Whenever you don't have a routine, you're almost getting in a car with no direction. You're literally getting behind a wheel with like no location or specific set destination that you want to get to. Therefore, any small inconvenience or disturbance that comes along during your ride is going to completely get you off track and can steer you in any direction. So when it comes to setting your mind on the things above, meditating on the word before you go out and take on your day it's giving you an aim it's giving you a direction your mind is already set on no i'm making a decision to follow god everything that he has says in the way he wants me to live so this is honestly one of my favorite parts of my routine because i believe this is what really slows me down like the quiet time kind of like just softens my heart to like get prepared to really like digest whatever it is I'm about to take in um, and the devotional I'm going through whatever passage or word and or verse so I definitely suggest for those who don't or you find it difficult or a struggle to get into the word within the morning or even find a time like first get a devotional start small right or find a book within a bible that you want to go through like me and jordan we'll go through some smaller ones sometimes so we'll go through like first john or proverbs right and we'll take a chapter that we want to sit on every morning for that entire week or whatever it may be but find what works for you and continue to build on it and be consistent. And more importantly, no matter what it is you decide, if it's a devotional, if it's within the Old Testament or new, the biggest aspect of this routine for me is meditating on it. I'm not just wanting to check off a box or just to say I kept my Bible app streak and or, oh, I've been on track this year. No, like I want to be transformed this year. Like I want to have I want to have been transformed this week. I want there to have been some progression in my image in comparison to Jesus. And so that's it. Meditate on it. So that essentially concludes the bulk of the routine. After I get into my word, I'm usually going to go and work out. That's very important and significant to me. Really back to the first point about taking care of our temple. I think that when we talk about purpose and walking out what God has for us, that's a conversation or a part of that particular dialogue that's left out. We always talk about making sure we have the right character and the right heart and soul, but we also need to make sure that our bodies are in a position and equipped to walk out everything that we're about to step into. So I never want to 
dismiss that. And it's something that we don't really talk about in the body of Christ at all. Like, I don't know the last sermon I've heard about, like, your diet or making the right decisions when it comes to working out when I think that is on God's mind and definitely it's important to him as well. So it should be a priority to us. So I'm thinking I actually might do an episode about that. Me and Jordan would go to, I don't know, some particular CrossFit workout and show y'all the ins and outs and kind of have a conversation about it there. But that's significant. I'm not some crazy guru when it comes to this. Like I used to work out a lot because I was an athlete, but these days I usually try to get in at least three days a week and (laughs) that's good enough for me. I'm trying to ramp it up and get better at it, but there at least should be something there in terms of how you're prioritizing it. Then after that, I usually eat breakfast and then I'm, you know, just getting more prepared to go into the rest of my day and get to work. But in concluding this episode, the biggest reason I wanted to make it is actually based upon a conversation that me and Jordan had with our dad not too long ago. He sat us down and, you know, we had one of those heart-to-hearts, man-to-man conversations about 2024, our goals, what we were expecting, looking forward to, what we really wanted to accomplish. And one thing that he said, he was like, yeah, I don't even get really excited, hyped, or moved by New Year's anymore, any type of resolution, because he understands the principle of the kingdom in the sense that you're not going to step into anything this year that you didn't sow seeds for in the previous one, if that makes sense. So the idea is a lot of people always talk about, oh, I'm stepping into my new season. I'm going to my next level. I'm going into this promotion. But you're not going to reap any harvest of seeds that you haven't planted. So right now I'm literally reaping the harvest of seeds that I planted in 2023 and 2022. You know, like we can't expect anything to just come out if we didn't do the work of putting those seeds in the soil of hard work, discipline, sacrifice on in whatever area that may be. Because sometimes I think we have a tendency to over spiritualize like new seasons and, and what's coming next. When something I've mentioned before way back when is the fact that God doesn't give you what you pray for. He gives you what you can manage. And it talks about this in Matthew 25, 23, when it says, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over few things. I will make you ruler over many. Right. So he made the servant ruler over many things based on the condition of what he was a manager of what he already had, which lets me know that promotion, next levels and new seasons don't just come off of our emotion and what we feel we deserve, but what God looks at in our character and knows what we can actually manage. And so that's why routine is so important. That basically is a signal and a barometer for you in terms of how you manage in your time, your energy, your morning. So that's the power of routine. It's a discipline. It's disciplining yourself. It's crucifying your flesh. Independent of how I feel waking up every morning, this is what I'm going to decide to do. I'm planting seeds on behalf of my future when it comes to, okay, where I'm going to be at spiritually, where I'm going to be at emotionally, where I'm going to be at physically, mentally, financially, etc. It all trickles down. One thing that I've learned that my mom told me is that you cannot compartmentalize discipline. So if you can't be disciplined with your morning, it's going to be very difficult to for that to translate to your work or when you're at school or whenever you have all these assignments or whenever you're the leader of different projects or people or manager of whatever it may be. And so whenever I was talking to him, that really spoke to me and put it in perspective again, kind of to the point I mentioned earlier in the episode that God requires discipline, self-control and diligence. So I just want to leave that there for you all, just with some encouragement in terms of stay the course and follow the 
principle and everything else will be added from that, right? Like this is the time to start planting those seeds on your future. If you can master, and this is what I've been telling myself, if you can master continuing to, if you can master continually sticking to a plan that you set for yourself and what you want for your life, independent of results or what you're seeing right in front of you, that's when you'll win and you'll never stop, right? Like if I can wake up every morning and sacrifice time in my word, I can sacrifice time in my word, prayer, worship. If I can, if I can sacrifice now to work on my craft of communication and my writing ability to be able to speak to people and not necessarily see the fruits of that now right in front of me and be able for that to be delayed and still continue to wake up and do the same thing. I'm unstoppable because I think sometimes we'll get discouraged because it feels like, oh, nothing's moving. Nothing's happening. The seed's still in the soil. <laughs> Hold on. Y'all about to preach real quick. <laughs> we get discouraged. You're waking up every morning. You're doing the same thing. You're staying diligent. You're looking at God like, yo, what's taking place? What's happening? Why am I not seeing it? The seed is still in the soil. So you just have to wait. And one day, hold on, you see that little sprout. Then you see a leaf. Start to see branches. Right now, the roots are where they need to be and things start to really grow and then expand. Like the seed is still in the soil. So if you are able and willing to let God do what he needs to do for you in the dark without seeing like what it can necessarily be, you'll be a great position. And that starts with routines and habits. And that applies with everything around your life, not just your morning, your night when you're at work or in whatever your creative endeavor may be. So, yeah, I love y'all. That's pretty much it. And I'm excited for this year for everybody. And so, okay, let me see. The song that I played today was My King by Joshua. I'm going to link it in the description. Again, I'm kind of like adding the putting you on, kind of in between transitions of the episode. And I'm going to be doing that going forward as much as I possibly can. And I'm going to also get the playlist back up. And I'm excited for that. And so we're going to be back next Wednesday, me and Jordan. We're still every Wednesday and Friday. And we also have the video available on Spotify. If you want to not just listen, but also watch, we got a lot more like cinematic visuals that kind of go along with the audio. But if you want to stick with the audio and just listen, that's perfectly fine too. And yeah, I love y'all. So stay you, stay real and stay humble. I'll catch y'all next week. Much love.